Hey, Jay. Hey, Will. Leave that Sydney shit at the door. Oh, <laughs> uh, welcome to yet another episode of the Sydney Gaze, episode three, Lori, where we're going to actually try and tackle some new content, content that we've never covered before. Ooh. Yeah, because we, we only made it through six minutes of episode one. We, we, we have to do 105 episodes to make it through the first episode. So, yeah. um, no, not actually, in theory, we'd have to, it would be 10 episodes or so, maybe 11, to make it through the first episode. So, yeah. So, what we're going to do is we're going to do episode two. And because I want to keep these shows at 45 minutes, uh, because otherwise it's too long, too much Sydney, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of want to jump right into it now. You know? Okay. You know, we have a bunch of shows where we catch up with each other and talk about what we're doing. I don't give a shit how you're doing. Even though everyone should know, well, you have to wait to hear about it, probably till the rumor mill, but there was drama with uh, Star's cat, right? Yeah. 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 I, uh, uh, the cat and I got into a fight. <laughs> I shot the cat and the cat won. Okay, let's get into we'll, we'll talk about that on another show. Let's get right into the Sydney guys. Okay. Okay. So, let me just tell you what's happened at this point, okay? Okay. Episode 2, if you remember, starts off with the big apology. It's like an 8-minute apology. Yes. And uh then after they finish apologizing. Now, this is now when when you and I did season 1, the original season, the OG season of the Sydney guys. We stopped the apology. We moved on to the next episode, right? Yeah, because uh, we, we at the time we were like, eh, so we don't really want to yeah, hear them do right. a interview. Yeah, but now that we have this thing for new content, we're going to do the interview. So what you're going to hear right now, and this is one of the funniest things we're going to start with. I think I'm going to tell you. So they go like, "All right, well, we've lived and we learned. So now let's just go to the interview we had planned for today, right?" And they have a sad version of the Sydney Gay scene that they play. So that's the first thing you're going to hear, okay? Okay, okay. And I'm going to use that time to walk from the desk to my recliner so that my back doesn't fucking freeze up on me. Love it. So we'll do that. And then, uh, all right, here we go. So the, the beginning of the interview, new content for the Sydney Games. Here we go. Okay. Will, I know that you and I are so proud to have some amazing guests on this season of The Sydney Gaze. Um, my friend Ryan Perryman is coming in today. He grew up a little bit differently to us. He is actually from Sydney and oh, he went to wow. one of the biggest churches in Sydney. He grew up in an evangelical. So let's just start right there. That's something we learn. Um, I don't know if we learned in episode two or episode one, but they're not actually, I don't even think. I think Jay is Australian. No, I don't remember. One of them's not even Australian. I mean, that kind of checks out. Because mm-hmm. don't you find that the people who are the worst version of L.A. people are the uh-huh. people who are not from California? Yeah. Like, yeah. they're from, like, Texas or, you know, Wisconsin. And then they come over here and they're just, like, they just think that because they now live in L.A., they can yeah. act like douchebags. Yeah. And also, it's one of these things, too, where... um also, when someone converts to a religion, they're more into that religion than the actual people who are in that religion. 
Oh, yeah, like uh, Born Again Christian. Yes. Or, or this girl that uh, that I, I did improv with converted to Judaism, and now mm-hmm. everything's Jewish. Like, yeah. every everything she does has to have some kind of, like, Jewish ring to it. It's just like, okay. Yeah. I, I know people who are... Who who are born Jewish and have got go to synagogue who don't talk about being Jewish as much as you do. Yeah, uh, I don't want. What's the name of the? Is there like a Jewish version of the Pope? A rabbi? No. Well, I'm sure there's like some kind of like. <clears throat> I don't want to say. I'm sure there's a Jewish person here who could help. I'm sure there's like a mega rabbi that's like. Yeah. Like a like the rat. There's got to be some kind of like head rabbi right mm-hmm. i'm not just making that up I, yeah. I doubt it's called mega rabbi but yeah it would be nice if it was i think it would be fun yeah all right so let's continue so um something his friend ryan something or other all right here we go ryan Christian community what is it perryman okay yeah so i'm really interested to find out um the diff- do you think they recorded this be- after the drama but bef- like i kind of got the because they, they have that like low tone now because they're talking to this guy but do you think it's because he's like a, a minister or do you think it's because um they've just had their asses handed because i have this theory that all the interviews were recorded before they even did the show oh really i i feel like they i don't know i guess i could kind of see it i just feel like it's such a weird turn from the first episode mm-hmm. but see i i think the thing that is troubling is we'll never know what the plans were for the series. Like we won't know if this was the plan all along or if this, if it was like sidetracked because they were like, Oh, well we should probably do something serious. Well, yeah, yeah. That's a very good question because I feel like the two guests that they actually land up having on the show were probably moved up because one is a minister. So like, okay, that makes us seem more deep, you know, like who's Jesus. And then the second one is like, they don't say it, right? But like in their minds, well, having an ugly person on, yeah, th- that makes us that makes us complete people. All right, here we go. Which mm-hmm. also, he said he's evangelist. I don't know if if he's still evangelist, but evangelists are like the Sydney gays of religion. Yeah, they're yeah, basically yeah. just like you have to look pretty and you have to be rich. Yeah. So here we go. Between how he grew up and how I grew up, because are you baptized? Yeah, so I was baptized, but I'm not even sure what that means. So I'm really. I don't what? know. I don't. Lori. I was baptized. I'm not sure what that means. Hey, listen, Will. I got some news for you. You know what? I said something very similar. Okay. When I was in, when I was in ninth grade in high school. Mm-hmm. And. I had a boyfriend, quote unquote, quote unquote, uh, boyfriend that we uh, we held hands when we went to the Museum of Tolerance. Mm-hmm. And that was like our coming out. That was like our coming out day mm-hmm. as a couple. And uh, I would love asked, to see what this boyfriend looked like. Do you have any pictures oh, of him? So gay. Oh, really? So gay. So super gay. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, he, he, and yeah, he was super. Anyways. Um, what I was trying to say is that somebody, I think somebody said something like, have you, uh, have you guys performed fellatio? And I was like, yeah, definitely. But what is that? Like, yeah. <laughs> basically that's what I, I yeah. was like, we've done it all, mm-hmm. but what, it, what is it? What, what, what are you talking about? And then, yeah. and then they were like, they told me and I was like, Oh no. Yeah. 
We kiss Never. and we kiss butts and we hold hands. Yeah, we rub our buttholes together. Yeah. All right, here we go. Excited to ask Ryan uh, some of those questions and find. Can you imagine yes, some of those questions? Can you imagine like he, I don't know if he went to any kind of schooling or something, but you're like I'm gonna go on this podcast have a serious content about religion. What's baptism? There's, what is that? There's like you could go. Can't you go to like Yale and Harvard? There's like higher education yeah. to become a priest. There's and, definitely a Harvard Divinity School. Yeah. Yeah, and you and you so you go to Harvard Divinity School. And then, <laughs> and you, you get to answer like, "So what is baptism?" Yeah, what is it? I just like how he's like some of these questions. What questions? You've only answered. You've only brought up one question, which is that you don't know what baptism is, Lori. Even I, though you've definitely done it. Look, hey, Lori and I were talking about this interview right before the show, <sighs> and she said, "I'm worried it might be boring, so we can go to the next interview." But Lori, there's a part, I, and I might be, I might get it wrong, right? But he does ask a question, something like, so who's this Jesus? It's, it's something along those lines. So just wait oh. for that. But I, think, right. well, I don't know if we'll get to that today. Okay. Here, here we go. Well, we'll see. And a little bit more about that. Yeah, I was baptized um, as a Catholic, but and I went to a Catholic school for a couple of years um, from kindergarten to about year four. But to be honest, I think that I would burst into flames if I <laughs> walked into a church these days. <laughs> He would burst into flames. He walked into a church these days. Why? Because oh, because he's, he's, he's so very sinful. Stat, static. He has a lot of static electricity, yeah. and he lotions himself with gasoline. I'm so. so sinful. I'd burst into flames if I walked into a church because I go to university and I'm having sex all the time. Yeah, and CVG. Yeah. I because I, I, I knew how to pay rent. <laughs> yeah, it probably burst into flames because it didn't pay rent. I wonder if that's if they. They bring that up with it. So you ever have any problems paying rent? Yeah, let me ask you a question, Ryan. Did Jesus ever say anything about paying rent? Do you guys have to do God make you pay rent? Did Jesus work in property? Probably. <laughs> we would like to welcome our first guest. Please welcome Ryan Perriman. Hi, Ryan. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Such a. By the way, this what I was telling Lauren on the phone is <sighs> this Ryan Perriman like. I'm sure he's a good guy, but I, I, when I first heard the episode, you know, a year ago, I went and I googled him, right? And he's just like, oh, what? These guys are so fucking shallow. Like, oh, he's such yeah. a, like a really incredibly good looking guy. Like, it's a whole thing. All right, here we go. Pleasure to have you. Jay's told me a lot about you. All good, <laughs> of course. Now, okay. Ryan. Ryan, what's up? What's down? What's the tea? What's going on? What'd you wash? What'd you dry? Uh, what, hot sun, bottom top. Lottery. What? What's your peak in your pit? Yeah, what's your peak in pit of the week, babe? For those who aren't sure what evangelical means. Okay, all right. A guy who just said, I only went to Catholic school till year four, and I would burst into flames. Oh, you know what? In fairness, I didn't let Jay finish. Maybe he's going to ask. Maybe he's going to ask. Maybe I thought he was going to tell us, but maybe he's going to ask. Let me let, him, let me let him finish a sentence here before I make fun of him. Can you please explain? Uh, all right, I apologize. Yeah, so I guess so. He's going. So Laurie, I know you love religion. Yeah, I mean, I think if there's one thing people know about me, it's yeah. that I'm pro religion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I buckle your fucking seatbelt for Laurie to, to rant here. And also, just so you know, <clears throat> I just realized this while I was listening. I was like, I just watched Spotlight. 
So yeah, I'm super. I'm gonna be super positive, guys. Mm-hmm. Here we go. To give a bit of context, um, evangelical is basically uh, contemporary and a younger, more sort of charismatic version of church. Okay. Oh well, okay. God. Let okay. So uh, by contemporary, it means made up. Yeah. By younger, it means uh, no, it's bitchy. Not. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's been cunty about it. He's trying to say like we're the cool religion, but why is evangelical contemporary? One, evangelicals have been around for at least a hundred years, right? Oh, I have no idea. And not know. only that, uh, I don't. When I don't, when I think of evangelicals, I do not think of young and hip. No, <clears throat> I think of old and rich. Yeah, I think of Jerry Falwell. I think of that guy that looks like the devil who buys the planes, whatever that guy's name is. I think I of think Pat Robertson. Jerry Falwell. I think of Pat Robertson. I mean, I don't think young and hip and, and contemporary when I think evangelical. No, at all. not at all. Not at all. But these guys are too stupid to push back. Here we go. Well, because they don't want to seem like they're being. I think one thing they don't. This guy seems like he has some modicum of knowledge, mm-hmm. and they don't have any knowledge about this. So yeah. they don't want to seem like they're being like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. now, what but, are you talking about? Rain, I know what evangelical means, but why don't you tell everybody else what it means? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here yeah. we go. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, okay. So as opposed to like a more traditional kind of... You know, instead of thinking hymn books and candles, think ripped jeans and rock music. It's like, oh my god, oh, oh god. god, I might, oh I might, god. I might hate this guy more than the Sydney gays. This Just, guy has definitely <clears throat> brought a girl or a guy back to he's his gay. A, a, he's apartment, gay. or there's Emily brought a young boy back to his apartment to drink alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gay. Uh, Lori, that is the douchiest thing I've ever heard in my time. It's Instead also of like, gross. Yeah. It's just like, ugh. It's like what a cult says when they try and get you into their, yeah. oh, we got, we got, uh, we're ripped jeans, so we can't be, we're not dangerous. We just like punk rock music. Well, you know what's so funny is he says, like, in th- in, what do you say? Instead of hymn books and what? Candles, uh, maybe? Uh, I don't remember. Instead of hymn books and candles, think ripped jeans and rock music. You know, here's the weird thing. Whether you're religious or not, uh, there is something very powerful, right? And and by the way, I want you to know, Lord, I know you're going to get very sensitive here. I am not talking – I happen to have faith, right? And I happen to believe in God and whatnot. But what I'm going to say here does not necessarily apply to faith here, okay? But it's impossible – to go into a stately, large church, which, by the way, were designed by men to make this feeling come out in you, but not to to walk into a huge church and be around the um, sort of symbolism of religion and not feel in awe. Not saying that you really believe in God, but you can um, uh, appreciate the the feeling that's trying to be brought out in you. Does that make sense? So, yes. And I feel like, if anything... Not that you can't have a sense of God anywhere, and yeah, maybe there's even a place for it, I guess, in ripped jeans and rock music, but there, I wouldn't necessarily knock the hymn books and candles, because there is a sort of uh, overpowering sense of awe, and and that's that's what makes that art, if you think of architecture as art, beautiful and powerful, is it makes you really think, Holy shit, if God lived somewhere, it would be here. 
Does that make sense? If yeah. there was a god, he would live in a place like this. You know? So, uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's just a really douchey way to introduce yourself. It's so fucking douchey. I, uh, <laughs> I used to go to a, uh, like a Christian evangelical church. And that mm-hmm. was basically what it was, is it was like they had rock bands and they would have, you know, like these cool, pre- uh, um, uh, preachers come up and you know talk about religion and be like i'm not gonna be one of those like stuffy old guys and mm-hmm. it was like ugh. but you know i mean so they still basically they still were the same they still said that being gay is a sin they still mm-hmm. you know they still were anti-reproductive rights or you know helping women in any possible way yeah and uh you know i just it's one of those things where i my here's my I'm just going to say it across the board just to be clear. I'm I'm what I consider a hopeful atheist. I don't think that God exists. But I'm never going to tell anybody that I think I don't that what they believe is wrong. I think there's a lot of things out there that you just can't answer to. You don't have the answer for. Have and you have you heard yourself on other podcasts? Yes. Okay. Um I don't like organized religion. That's my main, that's my problem. Mm-hmm. I hate organized religion. I mm-hmm. think organized religion is basically the reason for 99.9% of our problems in the world. And uh, so when people talk about, uh, when people, when this guy talks about how he's like a cool, all, all I hear is he's just basically, uh, you know, possibly either promoting pedophilia or condoning pedophilia in some way. What? And uh Yeah. And that's it. That's all I hear. Okay. So. All right. Here we go. Like the kind of cooler version of church. And Hillsong. No, it's church. It's still church. It's it's the Maria Bamford uh, joke where she's like, they're like, hey, what, what, you know, come to Stryker with an S. We uh, we play rock music and it's at a cafe. And she goes, that sounds like church. Yeah. Um. But uh, by the way, right now he just said it's Hillsong. Hillsong is known. Because it's here in the U.S. too, it's known for being super culty Christian, like exactly what you're talking about. Where they almost, I look, I'm not going to call all religious people pedophiles. I'm, like, I'm just going to tell you that right now. But what I will say is they do use a lot of the same tactics that I, I mean, not that I use. I mean, what? No, that pedophiles <laughs> use to um to groom people into their religion like you know like come over here like we have you know it might start with like uh we're just you know i I was colleges are ripe with this stuff and i that would happen to me in college where people like really attractive people would come up to you like oh you seem really cool and they strike up a conversation with you like oh some friends and i are gonna get together and we're gonna like just have peace and hang out but it was really like a weird kind of way of uh, bringing you into their church so yeah here we go. Yeah, oh. I, I agree. I agree that, um, you know, I think that, I don't know. I, I don't think that people are, every religious person is that way, but mm-hmm. I think that there, there's a, it's sort of like a Trump supporter. There's a level of stuff going on that you're just, you've just deemed acceptable. You know what? So I'll be honest with you. I would be, I know you're a suspect of all religions. Yes. But I would be very suspect of any uh church that so desperately wants you to be a member right like to take for instance the jews the jews don't really believe in uh trying to convert you like you have to want to join you have to ask it's like it's actually kind of hard to convert to judaism like you have to really prove that you want to do it they're not out trying to make more jews you know and 
And, you know, I would go so far as to even say that the Christianity and and those kinds of things, I'm wary because it's like you don't even really need to want to be a part of the religion to take classes. Like they will allow you to take class. They'll allow you to learn about the religion. Judaism and um, uh, uh, Muslim, uh, there's a Muslim uh, mosque near my house and I, I have sometimes, I'll, I've emailed them to say, hey, do you have any classes? I would love to learn more about the religion. They're like, oh, we only allow, if you want to train, if you want to like uh, become a Muslim, then yes. But just to take classes, no, we, we wouldn't allow that. So it's sort of like they, it's because Christianity wants as many people as possible. They want to get their hands on as many people as possible. And I want to make a blanket, I don't want to make a blanket. Thing. Not all Christian denominations are like this, but, but the evangelicals 100% for sure are. It's a big mm-hmm. part of it. All right, here we go. Funk falls under that evangelical umbrella, or yeah. So they, yeah. So they would be uh, charismatic evangelical. So it's yeah. just it wasn't that church that I went to, but it was a similar style of church. Okay, you and I. Oh, okay. I guess he's not part of Hillsong, but it sounds. But he's he's very positively confirmed. Like, oh yeah, we're like Hillsong. Ugh, God. Yeah. I've literally had some of the best combos ever. Like, you're super amazing with advice, and like, you just seem to get it. Um, Thank you. Get what? Who knows? Is it really hard to say, get Jay? I will say, though, that the church does a really good job of promoting very likable people. Mm-hmm. People that, you know, because they want they want people to go to them for, for assistance. Mm-hmm. So they promote people who are, you know, almost salesman-like. They're very yeah. likable. They're very, you know, they want to, they're almost therapists in a way. They yeah. want to hear your problems. They want to help you. Yeah. They have, they give great advice. So I agree. I think, I'm pretty sure this guy probably does give great, great advice and has great insight. But so. imagine the conversation you're having with like, I've had really oh, deep yeah. conversations with you and they been great conversations. Like, can you imagine a great conversation? He's had no great conversations. Oh, well, you, I mean, it's got to be like, I don't know if I should go to my friend's party that's called Sex Sex Stick, yeah. or or my my other friend's party that's on the same night and same time that's called a uh, Purge. Yeah, he's like, well, which one's cheaper? Uh, or what? One of them I get in for free. He's like, oh well, then go to that one. Oh my God, mate, you you give the best advice. Oh my God, like I had the best conversation with you right now. Yeah. Like I, I don't even. I'm gonna tell my friends about. It. It's like what? What are you talking about? Hey, hey, Ryan. I, I reckon I want to wear this uh, print shirt. Which one do you like better, this one or that one? Uh, the one on the left. Oh my god, that is such a deep conversation. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. We. I feel like you know me. I feel like you know my heart. <laughs> god, who do you think's better, Kylie Minogue or Lady Gaga? Oh, I think for sure Kylie Minogue. You're so fucking deep. You just totally get it. You just get it, mate. Yeah, you, you just, just get, get it. You just get, like, you understand culture. By the way, do you think if this Ryan wasn't hot that Jay would have any conversations with him? No, I don't think he would even know him. I mean, like, I honestly think mm-hmm. to he's not he's not saying the loud he's not saying the silent part out loud but the silent part is this is my friend i met at the gym who also happens oh no they talk about how they meet they talk about how they meet oh okay yeah yeah yeah. you're you're not you're not totally off but it's it's not that yeah so hopefully (laughs) like this podcast we can understand a little bit more about your background and your upbringing and and i know that you have a great job in marketing what inspired you're kidding what is it what is it is it property? No, no he has a great Pardon job me. in marketing. No, I'm saying, is it marketing properties? 
that. No, but like if you're like he marketing and then trying, he's an evangelical. So. Oh, yeah. oh, I see what you're yeah. saying. All right, here we go. I as you at work. I think uh, I've been really, really lucky to have some amazing mentors. Um, and I have a really, really good mentor in my life who um, is an older gay man who... Yeah, uh-huh. I've, I've been one of those mentors before. You know, cool. in his sort of That's mid really to nice. late 40s. And- uh-huh. Go on. Go on. Okay. And All he's right. somebody that I look at his life and think that's the kind of life that I would like at that age. And, that's awesome. you know, yeah. we catch up and hang out and he is really, thankfully, really available to give me career advice. Yeah. And he's, yeah, I'm sure he's always available. Yeah. We, we, we have this, we have this rule where I have to take off an article of clothing if mm-hmm. I ask him a question. Yeah. And, you know, it's really funny because he was saying that, um, you know, the, sometimes you need to open up the, the sort of channels. And so, like, often he says, come over and, like, you know, just get naked and put on a towel and I'll give you a massage. That way, you know, that's how, like, you really relax and you get to hear the, all my great advice, you know? Yeah, yeah. hmm And, uh, yeah, he's a great mentor. And sometimes, you know what's so funny? Sometimes he, I'm giving, like, I'm, I'm talking about my problems in my day. And I can tell that he's so emotionally involved because he's breathing really hard into the phone. Yee, yee. Yee. Help me with my resume. He's the cop With his resume. <laughs> Person I call before interview. Yeah, he's he's been he's really... Super- really weird cuts here. A lot of weird edits. Yeah, well, because they're taking out the part of, like, he also wanted me to suck his dick. <laughs> And then he and then and then I call him when I have interviews. Mm-hmm. And then he also one time asked me uh, late at night to suck his dick. Yeah. And then he helped me with my resume. Approachable <laughs> and consistent. Yeah. And when I was a little bit younger, I mentored and led a lot of high school students. I was a youth leader, yeah, and right. that was something. I'm sure you know, you did. I led. Yeah, I bet you did. At a group of five teenage guys when they were in high school for about six years so oh, wow. that sort of culture of mentorship is something that i kind of have ingrained in That's me so yeah. Awesome. yeah and pretty much ingrained in them too yeah and also some in, in my sheets me um, and you know i did that a lot at church but it's really helped me in the gay community as well it's been something that i've kind of brought with me yeah you know looking at people who are a bit further ahead or who've done something i want to do or could just have good advice speaking of the gay community and- <laughs> speaking of the gay community okay i'm i'm gearing up for this here we go i'm gearing up for this uh, oh, hey, um, Joe, sorry. Could you hold on one second? I have to go. Oh, sorry. I have to run outside one second. You have to run outside. Sorry, sorry about that. I'm doing ASMR right now, Lori. What? I'm doing ASMR. Oh, okay. And uh, we, we should do a Sydney case where we do it in ASMR. Oh, okay. Do you, do you know how to do ASMR? Hi. No, just... Close to the microphone and do it, and you and you talk like this. Okay. Now I just I think you're really just breathing into the microphone. Okay. Well, this is how I I breathe. I'm a talk breather. I never heard that term before. I breathe when I talk. Hey, Lori. Yeah. Um, some friends and I are getting together. We're just gonna have some pizza and drink some soda and. Um, but not caffeinated soda, like, um, you know, Diet 7-Up or something. Yeah. And uh, we're just going to get together and chill and hang out, and uh, it's going to be really cool. 
Oh man, I wish I could go, but I I can't. I, I have a have to help my aunt with something. I lied. It wasn't really at seven. I just wanted to see what you would say. It's actually tomorrow at um, three a.m. Oh man. Oh shit. Sorry. I. It's even worse. Uh, Why? What do you I, know? No one's busy at three a.m. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm helping my aunt with something. She's really weird sleep hours. So. <laughs> I'm going to help her, you know, when she's up, so. Um, you know, um, I have a question for you. I I have a question for you, too. What's your question for me? My question for you is, um, do you think it's hot when I wear this summer beanie? Um, yeah, temperature-wise, I'm pretty sure. No, 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 I mean, like, does it get you wet? Oh, no, no, you're, you're not fat enough to be. What's your question for me? Why are you why are you meeting up with people to go to a pizza party uh, during a pandemic? Uh, Jesus protects us from any kind of diseases, so that's, it's okay. It's safe. Uh, and uh, my second question is, yeah. uh, why diet 7-Up? Why not Mountain Dew? That's going to be there, too. But, well, no, 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 no. It's caffeinated. We know caffeine. The Mountain Dew is caffeinated. Yeah, Mountain Dew has a ton of caffeine. You didn't know this. I did not know. Oh, yeah. I've been, I've been actually telling people I'm off caffeine. I've been <laughs> drinking a bunch of Mountain Dew. Wait. Wait. Wait a minute. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to kick caffeine. I thought I was really doing well, but I've been just drinking a shit ton of Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah. That's not it. All right. Well, let's get back into the Sydney case. Okay. Well, can I go grab a Mountain Dew real quick? Yeah. I'll wait right here. I'll keep doing it. ASMR while you grab Mountain Dew. Okay, I grabbed a Mountain Dew. I oh, just yeah. keep a fridge next to my desk. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, know, well, you know what? Um, you know what the best uh, caffeine-free cola is, right? What? Jolt. Jolt? Yeah. No caffeine whatsoever. <laughs> you should go to that Jolt cola. Isn't that, isn't that what they sent up in that spaceship that blew up when that teacher died? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christopher okay. Colin. I just remember um, when I was uh, in grade school. <laughs> when, I was, when I was in grade school, this, this is how uh, much was going on in the world. Uh, the school sent a letter home to the parents saying that uh, Jolt was banned from the school. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember when I was going to uh, high school, uh, right after Columbine, the principal sent a letter home saying that no students could wear dusters anymore because it could hide various weapons. And what's funny is that they found out that they only really sent it to your parents. Yeah. No one well, else's parents. Because the only thing that fit me was a duster. <laughs> okay. That's I, thought, I, I was told it was a, a dress. <laughs> a wraparound dress. Yeah. They were like, uh, Lori, uh, it's it's the Matrix. You don't look. That's not what. That's not how you look. Okay. All right. Here we go back to the Sydney case. Have you always been out at work? So that's a great question. I haven't. Why is that a great question? Is it though? <laughs> is it a great question? What? What a great question, Will. 
You know what? You know who says that? People who like are used to answering questions all the time and yeah. are used to giving fake answers because yeah. they ramp. The, that's a politician saying that. That's a great question that you just asked. Yeah, okay, trying and to then that gives them time to yeah. think of an answer. Vent, um, where in one of my first jobs, I was uh, sort of a junior marketing guy. Yeah. And uh, I was with this team and it was a really young team and we had a great, great, great culture. But um, mm-hmm. I was completely closeted and living this like straight life. Okay. And then halfway through being in that job, I went through the process of coming out, which we'll probably talk about later. But I realized I'd been kind of living this lie and I pulled every person in my team aside one by one. One by one. Like he's scheduling a meeting like, "Uh, Lindsay, can I schedule a meeting with you for Tuesday at 1 p.m.? Okay, what are we going to be talking about? Um... You know, this kind of reminds me of is uh, my crazy ex-girlfriend. Have you watched that? No. Okay, there's a a guy, it's the law firm is like the main place where everybody works. Mm -hmm. And the boss of the law firm just just realized, had this sexual awakening where he realizes he's bi. And he calls everybody in for a meeting to Mm -hmm. say that that he's he's singing this whole song about how he's bi. And everyone's just like, "Uh, should you be telling us this? (laughs) Yeah. That was funny. All right, thanks. One, including the director of our, of the marketing team. And I came out to these people one by one and said, Hey, like, I just want you to know that I've come out and this is a big thing going on personally. And I need you to know that, like, this is who I am. And I've been. Yeah. Great, Perry. Man, can I get that uh, report my desk by Monday at two? Yeah. I love how he's like the head of marketing. So how can we market this? Yeah. No, but it's like, hi, uh, hi, Ryan, it's me, the head of marketing. You know, I'm a really busy man, so I know that if you called me into a meeting and took time out of my day, it must be for a really important business-related reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, I just want to let you know that I've, uh, I've been hiding a secret sure. for a long. Uh, so uh, I'm a homosexual. Okay. So what? So why did you call me into this meeting? Uh, that, that's it. You can go. Uh, I actually have somebody coming in now too. So I just wanted to, uh, don't tell them what it's about. I want to tell them myself, but, uh, I'm, I just, that's it. I just okay, want to let you know okay. I'm a homosexual. And this, and this has nothing to do with marketing or, or trying to get, you know, uh, uh, sell cigarettes to kids or trying to get people to buy like fake products or anything on my pillow or anything like no, that. No, no. Uh, I love my pillow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think the owner is very, uh, very smart and yeah. I don't think anything bad's going to happen with him in, <laughs> yeah. in the future. So uh-huh. I'm pretty sure we're locked in there. All right. Well, uh, you know, I'll tell so. you what, I'll tell you what, Ryan, why don't we just make it better than everybody? Why don't I just call everybody in here and you just tell them all at once? Uh, well, I don't appreciate you, uh, running my coming out. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, but you know, we're trying to run a place of business here and you can't be calling people in the meeting just to tell them you're like the geek and, and, uh, you like cook and the, and the, and take it well, up the, actually, take it up the I'm more, I'm more like to receive than give if we want to get, Okay, uh, that's a little bit, it. uh, yeah, it's a little bit too much information there. I don't know well, if you're, you're the if, one who brought it up. You're the one who opened the window, yeah, man. I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but TMI, you know, stands for, stands for too much information, Ryan. Yeah, and, yeah uh, man. I'm part of the cool, the cool evangelical. Yeah, yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. You can't be coming in here and rip jeans, the place of business, and, and coming with a guitar and just doing some sick, you know, licks on your guitar. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> kind of distracting. You know, 
<laughs> me licking my guitar is not yeah. really any of your your problem. Yeah. I'm just I'm just trying to spread the word of the Lord. Yeah. And I'm just trying to be like a cool person, you know, yeah. not like the stuck up that we're used to seeing. Yeah, yeah. I know I mean so, appreciate it, but you know, uh Kathy the other day, the Kathy in uh HR came and told me that uh she was on an important phone call and you came in and you were just doing some sick Van Halen moves. Yeah, I was trying to show what a real, uh, what a real, uh, a cool person does. And Kathy's a fucking bitch. <laughs> okay, well she's she's coming in next into the meeting. Good. Yeah. I hear. <laughs> okay, well just make sure you don't, you know. I mean, all right. Well, I'll just let you do that. Okay, let's go back. Let's go back to the show here. Hold on. Living a straight life, but. That's not who I am. I'm a gay man. And what was their response? Were they really open or were they a bit caught off guard or? They really responded well. Everyone was really oh, like professional, but it was really cool to see a human side of them yeah. and connect on a human level. Yeah. And- yeah. Um, Ryan, I don't think you need to really give me a hand job. Uh, that's not necessary. Is I'm trying too- to connect on a human level. Yeah. And you outside know, of the professional work and yeah, aside of yeah. just like you know kind regards, it was nice to hear someone say, "Wow, like that must have been really hard." And thank you for being so real and honest. So. Yeah, they must have been really hard. Yeah, my dick's always hard. You know what else? <laughs> By the way, I got uh, uh, just to interrupt here. I, I did get some music from the latest uh, his church. Do you want to hear? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I I, I I found it on YouTube. You know, just the latest service uh, from his yeah. church. Here we go. Uh, all right, here we go. Hold on. Jesus! You ready, God, for Jesus to come into your soul? Well, it's gonna happen right now! And what you're gonna deal with if you go to hell and you don't believe in Jesus? Today we're going to talk about uh, John 3.14, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten sin to uh, this earth. And let me tell you what, I wouldn't fuck him if he were here, because you know what, that's Jesus, man. That's Jesus. That's, and even though we're all getting... Now, by the way, I know that uh, later after church, I'm going to put all of you into a meeting. Uh, it's not about Jesus. i got to tell you guys something, but I'm going to do it one by one. But for right now, let's just get right back into the Jesus... So we all work here, and you're you're <laughs> preaching to us now. Is that it? Is that what the the well, parameters yeah, but, uh, of this of this is? Yeah, but uh, you know, I mean, it's so obvious what I'm doing. It's it's, it's marketing. That's marketing, man. That's a cool, hip, young version of Christianity. We could be doing. We need just to be everybody in the world. Oh my god! <laughs> all right. I can only hear like half of that, mate. You know what? Because I speak in tongues. People always go, are you speaking in tongues? I'm like, no, I'm just Australian. <laughs> they think they think I'm in like so taken over by the people of Jesus that I'm speaking in tongues. But now it's just, I'm just speaking like one of my mates, you know. Put another ship in the boat with a Sheila. And did, and did they treat you differently after that or? Uh, hey, Ryan. <laughs> uh, hey, Ryan. We got a hot dog. We got an extra hot dog. I know you like sausage. You want the extra hot dog? 
<laughs> hey Ryan, we just we just had Madonna and uh, Britney Spears going back after back. You want to come in here, deeds, please? Hey Ryan, we know you're gay and everything, but you know you can wear some clothes. You don't have to. Da- Why is there a big large speaker and you're standing on it with a whistle? No, not really. I think. Well, actually, maybe yes. Yeah. They were a bit more. I've, oh, I'd kind of revealed the layer of myself that was more honest, more vulnerable. And I, and, yeah, yeah. And I think it brought us closer together. I do fully think that like being free and comfortable, and you know, however you want to be naturally at work, is absolutely the way you should be. So you know, Ryan, I'm very, I'm, I'm glad you came out here, and you were, and you feel really comfortable now. You came out to us, but you know, mate, you got to wear some business clothes. You can't this just... is how I want to do business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're showing up in BDSM gear and uh, with a ball gig in your mouth and it's kind of just frightening the other workers. This is business. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I get it. But uh, why do you have uh, a, a sex swing in your office? Because this is how I do business. <laughs> Property. Agreed, agreed. Agreed. Um, I know you had a close relationship with the church when you were growing up. What was that like? I, th- I would just love it if, if at some point they went, disagree. <laughs> yeah, not true at all. Oh, I don't gr- d- agree with it at all. Yeah, no, I don't like it at all. It's not good at all. I reckon it's shit. I think, like, I didn't just attend church on a Sunday. I grew up in a Christian family and... Uh-huh. You know, I was a youth leader, I led a Bible study, I was part of my own Bible study, and I'd have church on a Sunday. What is that so involved? you were in it. Yeah, so I had like, yeah. I was at church like four days a week. Like, Good, good for you, bro. Yeah. Cool story, bro. That's exactly, that's exactly what the right thing is. Really full on. For me, it was literally my entire life. When I was doing it. I- four days a week is not literally your entire life. Yeah. I was there four days a week, literally my entire life. Mm. I loved it, and it was amazing. And growing up in youth group, like Friday night was like the best night of the week. Because I, I guess that's kind of like all you knew and you grew up on, and it just was like normal. Were yeah, you guys doing yeah. hookups and stuff, or no? Funnily, okay. So the- I like how this guy's talking about Jesus and then Will, which I appreciate, to be honest with you, as an interviewer. He just brings it right back down to uh, sex. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Enough. I was, like, so closeted. I was not, like, I thought. Yeah, you know what? This is a good point. He was like, were you guys fucking? And he's like, he just said he came out at work and that he tried to be yeah. straight. Well, I will be honest, though. I feel like there – I knew some people who were like mm-hmm. – I not me. But I knew some people who were like, oh, I had sex with men when mm-hmm. I was in a – when I was in element, uh, when I was in junior high. I thought it – I don't know why I'm still doing uh-huh. the accent. I, I thought I, – we, we just like played around. Uh-huh. So it's like they just like – they don't even think of it like, you know, sex, mm-hmm. sex until later. So I don't know. Uh, all right. Here we go. What I was interested in girls – but I just kind of wasn't interested in girls, so I wasn't kissing them or hooking up yeah. with them. But there was definitely, like, I wasn't hooking You're up like, with You were like, that's what I meant to be into. So obviously, yes. that's there who was, I am. There, I don't understand. He was hooking up with girls or wasn't hooking up with girls? No, he was like, he was like interested in girls, but not interested in girls. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, you know, it's one of these things where, like, I was interested in them, but I wasn't interested in them because, you know, you're supposed to be with the girls, but I didn't want to be with the girls. So, yes, I used to make up with the girls. But I didn't want to make up with the girls. I was forced to. Yeah. 
And my mentor would just sit there in the corner and watch. There was no yeah. room to be gay. I had a girlfriend once. Oh my god, that came out of nowhere, dude. <laughs> I love this fucking show so much. I. I. <laughs> like, he's such a fucking dude. He has to be like, even though I wasn't interested, I still could get all the pussy. <laughs> I had a gay friend once. His name was Mark. Yeah. And like, <laughs> no, I know that's really crazy, but I did. It's so crazy. Oh my God. It's so crazy. <laughs> I mean, I we, all, we were like holding food. hands and we were like kissing. And then like, I remember that like, she took her top off once and she wanted to go further. And I was just like, I was like, what are those things hanging from your cheese? Yeah. Ew, you balls on your chest. Yee, what's going on with your chest? Your mamma jammers. Your chesticles. So I (laughs) think about like when you knew moments or like that's when I knew. I mean, that's probably when you knew. I actually, yeah, it was definitely a like, this is not for me type thing. I know. All right, let's let's end it there, (laughs) Laurie. But uh, I guess when we we do this again, we'll come back with uh, the pastor. Ryan, All right. Ryan, what's his yeah. name? Ryan, what again? Perryman. Has anyone looked up Ryan Perryman? Have we learned anything about him? No. Uh, post, post it. If you find Ryan Perryman, post his pictures in Discord. I'm talking about Humble Pie or Luke. All right, okay. guys. Um, do we have a? Oh, I actually do. I do have the official um, uh, Sydney Gaze outro. You ready? Let's just pray in the name of the Lord, the Holy Spirit, and the Son. He's the one that died for us. We're on the cross, mate. Yeah! <laughs> it's fucking my voice when I did it last time. Jesus! Leave that Sydney shit at the door. (laughs) 